Hey, Donnie here. I wanted to tell you about Champions 90. Champions 90 isn't a workout routine or a fitness routine. This is about you transforming your life mentally, giving yourself an upgrade while you build to business freedom. Champions 90 is about you getting quiet with your thoughts, staying focused on building your business and getting you to freedom. Come join the challenge at champions90.com. All right, champions, for those who've been following me for a while, you've heard me talk about everybody needs a Kevin. On this episode, you're going to find out what the hell that means, who the hell Kevin is, and my goal is to 100% see if I can make him cry through this episode. <laughs> so so we're going to find out, but seriously, we're going to dive into the badassery that is Kevin Snow, all the things he's done for my company how he's helped put my company on the map and make all the operational things sync and work. This dude is a phenom and a badass. And I promise you, I will be busting his fucking chops all the way through this. So Kevin Snow, welcome to the show, my friend. Please tell us your story. Hey, Donnie. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here today. Absolutely, brother. I, I, you know, this has been a long time coming. I've been making fun of you for a couple of years now. Um, we've been working together for a couple of years now, and I think there's a lot of motherfuckers that just have no idea who you really are. I mean, what you do, um, um, they know that you do a lot of things for me, but, uh, I don't think a lot of them know that you really run your own business too, and, and all that kind of stuff. So let's kind of start, uh, at the beginning. Um, and where I really want to start with you is how old were you when you joined the national guard? I enlisted at the spry young age of 34. So let me put that in perspective. Most motherfuckers are getting out of the military at 38, 20 years. And this dude goes in. So did they have to like issue you a walker? No, I was not. <laughs> I was like middle of the road for age for my training platoon at basic training. What year was this? Uh, fuck, now I got to do math. Uh, it would have been 2007 when I went, okay. actually went into training. So enlisted November 6th of 2006 and the following February, I was on my way to Fort Sill. I was almost going to call it what we actually call it in the Army, <laughs> Fort, Fort Swill. Um, but yeah, no, I was not even the oldest guy in my training. We had two guys that were 42. I was like average age wow, we had crazy. a ton of people that were older this was also this was right during the surge so everything's going on in iraq we're on full you know basically full combat missions at that time so there was this, you know they were pumping people through basic training and ait like you wouldn't believe and you could i think you could be 42 and still enlist that's insane i i I, I'm right now 44 years old as we're recording this episode, and I can't even fathom getting out and running with a pack on and all everything else. No way. Oh, I, yeah. I There's no way I could survive basic training right now. I, I think I would die. Yeah, I, I, I would literally decompose, you know, right there, then and there, you know. So you go in – at an early ass age, and you're and I, how many tours did you do? Uh, I've been deployed once. I got uh, the bulk of my that deployment was in uh, for the drawdown in Iraq. So we we're stationed in Kuwait, 
and we did ran missions all over Iraq. It wasn't just like in a little AO normally where you you know you have your area of operations. We went from the Kuwait border all the way up to the northern end of Iraq, all the way out to the western border. We saw the whole damn country. Right on. Um, and then how many months were you over there? Uh, we were there for nine months. So we were, you, uh, when you saw the, um, uh, they did televised the final week of us being in Iraq, if you remember. Yep. Uh, so they showed the last convoy coming out of Iraq. And that was the gun, ch- the gun trucks for that were my battalion. Right. We were once providing security for that convoy coming out. So. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm really glad that you played Boy Scout for us. I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> so, all right. So, so you're in the National Guard, you come home and um, because of that, I mean, I know your background story, uh, yep. you know, you were doing things with a very large organization. Was that prior to, or just after? I actually had been doing it prior to for probably 10 years already and at that, that point. And so and, and what was that organization? Uh, it was called BNI. Yep. And I had been an area director for them, launched like 50 some chapters for the region for How Minnesota. Many? 50 some. Jesus. So yeah, I was really good at <laughs> what I did. And I was running a huge area. Uh, the area that I was running in our region was actually bigger than most other franchises for BNI. How many people um, would that be in 50 chapters? Uh, we, I had about 1500 people in my area. Hmm. And how many of those chapters did you start yourself? Um, probably 60% of them. That's pretty crazy. I would say. So I had a team with seven directors. I had another 10 (laughs) ambassadors working on my team. So we know we had, I was doing BNI full-time as a director. Which Um, is something you don't hear very often as somebody that's their primary gig. Nope. Yeah, exactly. I, and I was, you know, running a couple of BNI meetings a day. I was doing that whole thing and I was really good at it. And that's how I actually ended up starting time on target was because people were asking me to come train their team, how to do what I did, how to launch chapters. So, and I was starting to have companies say, Hey, can you come teach us how to network? Cause you're like the BNI guy. So I needed a company to like take payments. And because that's how it works in Minnesota, if you have to have an LLC at that time to be an independent contractor for people. So, so now you're a BNI guy and you have a company called Time on Target because every fucking military person wants to name their damn company some military shit that nobody <laughs> understands. Um, so, so is, does that mean your company is called TOT? I don't, I rarely use that. Thank you. (laughs) But what happens if you hit capital T, oh, capital T on a keyboard? Doesn't that, it does something. I don't know. Um, (laughs) I'm going to find it. Tots are tasty though. (laughs) Tater tots. I do love a tater tot. (laughs) So, but yeah, so I I came back from a deployment. I, I enlisted. In the middle of being uh, big in the BNI thing, came back from basic training, started OCS, started reading BNI stuff again, uh, and then I deployed and I came back and it was you know, nothing was the same. So I ended up changing. You know, one, I had nothing in my pipeline, and well, I had so no let's put that in perspective. Gigs. Right, let's let's put that in perspective. So you're running 
what, 50 some odd chapters, 1400 people. It's your full-time job. You get deployed. Yep. Do nine months over there and come back to basically oh, yeah. nothing. Yeah. Basically I was, you know, literally they told me, Oh, you, you expected to have your old position back. Well, I'm like, yeah, that's normally how this works. When you deploy. Record, legally they had to give it back to you. Oh, no, because they actually didn't because I was not an employee. I was an independent contractor. So ain't that a bitch of a loophole. Yeah. I totally came back expecting I get my chapters back. I, you know, go back in to start launching chapters and you know, yep, nope. So we did a major pivot with the company and stopped the public speaking training thing. So I was no longer the product per se. And we transitioned into consulting where I was actually going into businesses and helping them do shit as opposed to just telling them to do shit. Wow, that's crazy. So for the people listening, if you'll go to like your Facebook Messenger app, do capital T, little O, capital T, it actually gives you the crying face emoji. I knew it did something. <laughs> so if you really want to use awesome. Kevin's company, uh, just remember that it's a crying emoji. <laughs> Better than the crying game. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. The <laughs> so, so now you got to completely rebuild. Do you, yep. you do you do it with BNI or? I stayed in and did stuff with BNI for uh, for a number of years afterwards. I never really got to the point where I was before. Uh, the The culture had changed a ton, and it was just not as. It wasn't the family setting that we had originally. Yeah, was... you know, this is a, a really bad analogy, but it makes sense. I mean, this is what every spouse goes through every time their husband gets deployed or their wife gets deployed and they come home and everything's changed. Yeah. Because it, they it got was. used to doing it without them, you know, and, and now. So pretty crazy. Yeah. So, and I, you know, I, I looked at myself, I didn't really look at myself, but I thought to myself that, hey, I have a couple options I can restart time on target doing the whole public speaking thing and training and going through that again uh, i can go get a job wah, or wah. yeah <laughs> I was, and that that would got thrown out right away I'm like yeah i'm not even remotely employable right now uh or i could pivot and figure out a way to actually have something that could eventually scale into a company where i have employees and it can actually grow and it's it's not focused on me having to absolutely be in the country at that time, I was like, well, about every five years, I'm probably gonna have to deploy again. So how do I how do I do something that can scale and I can you know build it to a point where I can potentially bring someone in to run it or you know still have revenue while I'm overseas, I can still do things, you know, what does that look like? And what we went with was uh, consulting and actually helping tech firms launch and grow sales teams. And actually figure out how to bring on salespeople so that they don't completely screw it up the first time <laughs> and then have to figure out how to fix it later. And, and what year was that when you launched that? 2012. So since 2012, you've been helping companies do the sales and automation and tech consulting and, and the likes. Yeah. So uh, 2012, it was all consulting. So it was literally, how do you write a job description for a sales position? How do you pay your salespeople? How do you hire them? How do you train them? How do you manage salespeople? Because 
they're all like you and they're divas. So <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like managing someone out on, out on a manufacturing floor. It's a completely different process. So I was helping all these tech people figure, basically build out a process. But I discovered really quickly that there were parts of that process that weren't scalable for me. Uh, the hiring process, because I'd actually help them hire their sales team and go through that entire cycle, which is a ton of time. You know, one of the clients we got was a software development firm, and we put out, we're hiring three salespeople, and we got about 400 applications. Oof. So comparing that down, we still had probably 100 people to go through that first round of interviews, and that takes a lot of time. Right. <laughs> so there's like, well, fuck, I can't work with other clients if I'm interviewing for someone. So we started really, I started looking at how I niched down what I was doing. I was able to get really focused so I could come in and provide a really high value service, get paid the same, but provide really specific results. And that's kind of how we got to where I'm at now, because I didn't do the automation piece before. I would. Oh, so you I, conned me. That's that's what you're fixing to tell me. That's not what I'm fixing to tell you at all. <laughs> I would bring people in. I would come up with all the cool ideas. Here's what we do. And then I'd find someone who was actually going to build it out because I didn't want to be, uh, I, you know, I'm a consultant. I'm not beholden to a system. I want to do what's right for the client was what was going through my head. How come I didn't get that option when we partnered up? I'm not beholden to a system. We'll just use whatever the fuck you want to use. That's not what I got told when we started working. Nope. Again. Sure isn't. Because <laughs> I got smart. <laughs> uh-huh. Now we know how this shit works out. So, yep. so you oh. and I met when? Oh, it's been over two years now that we've okay. been working together. We're probably going close to three yeah yeah so by the time i met kevin uh i i didn't get this option of hey use whatever program you want to no this motherfucker to explain what he did for a living basically had to draw me paint by number pictures to get me to wrap my head around what the fuck he could actually do i i was i used crayons i took into (laughs) account you were a marine (laughs) you know um, but yeah, the first time Kevin and I sat down, I had an idea of what he was doing. And, and, you know, where I was is I was looking for somebody to automate my email systems. Dude, I was, I was so ingrained in trying to figure out fucking MailChimp and doing programs uh. there myself. And <laughs> it was, I mean, I'm, I'm that knucklehead though, that I'm like, Ooh, we should do this. I'll dive into the program software, everything, try and figure it the fuck out and go, Okay. This is just dumb. Who have I talked to already that knows how to do all this shit? And our conversation came up that we had the first time. And that's when you came back and said, okay, well, let me show you what we can really do. And you did the paint by numbers. Yeah, I literally, I literally, I literally drew out, hey, here's what a campaign, an email campaign would look like. And the first one we did for you was for the Success Champions Facebook group. Yeah. And figuring out, all right, so how do we onboard people into that group to drive engagement? And that's what I drew, drew out for you. You could have stole that from me and just did it on your own. Yeah, but I wasn't that smart. <laughs> um, actually, it came down to, I didn't want to do that much work. Um, I was starting to learn in my business that I had to get shit off my plate because um, it, it be- was had become apparent, was coming more apparent that if I did it, it wasn't scalable. You know, and 
that that was becoming a a wide eye-opening moment to realize that I needed to find people that could geek out on the shit I sucked at. Um, and you know, when you need somebody to geek out, you hire a geek and, and it worked really, really well. (laughs) So, um, if you don't think Kevin's a geek, just ask him about star Wars and he'll be derailed for the next freaking 40 minutes. Yeah. Because they really like our banks. No, I don't. (laughs) No, I don't Dobby. (laughs) Hey, Harry Potter is and Dobby is way cooler than Jar Jar. Oh. everyone's cooler than jar jar <laughs> so um but when you and i first started partnering up there was you know a lot of hey let's figure it out and we really started off more as you know a a business client relationship i need you to do this and you you, I, you know do these different things for me um and all the while you were growing your business you know all the way through this and i think um somewhere i realized that you actually might possibly a little bit know what the fuck you're talking about and slowly started ingraining you more in the business. Well, I think the transition started happening pretty quickly because we went from you just telling me, hey, we need to do this or come to you. For those of you that have not worked with Donnie before, <laughs> he's really good at messaging people at four in the morning. This is true. And we'll, we'll give a specific example later, I'm sure. But, yeah, we will. But it, 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 it transitioned really quickly, our relationship from you saying, hey, we, we need to do this, or hey, I want to do this thing. Can you send an email to me calling you at five o'clock on my way home? Say, hey, what if, I was thinking about this. What if we do this type of thing? And, we, and it started becoming much more of a collaboration as opposed to just a Donnie telling Kevin what to do type thing and me, me executing like a... a robot well i think there was a lot of cool timing in all that because um as i was trying to get more and more shit off my plate you were able to i mean even early on able to take some of my crazy ass ideas understand what i was trying to accomplish and put it together um where there wasn't any hand holding i didn't have to sit over you and go hey fucking this is what we're trying to do make this shit happen most times it was like I'm thinking about this in the next day, which he doesn't work at that pace right now for everybody. I don't want to set standards for (laughs) clients. Um, This was both earlier on in our businesses, you know, but uh, the next day you'd come together and go, Hey, look at this. You know, I put this shit together. I, my favorite calls to you were like, Hey, so I did something. Yeah. (laughs) And you're like, Oh God, what did you do? And then I'd show you something. You're like, well, fuck that. That's awesome. I hadn't even thought about that. So very that was... rarely do I ever say it's awesome. I'm like, oh, you did your job. <laughs> yeah. Donnie's <laughs> yeah. love la- love language is sarcasm. Oh my God, it is. Oh my God, it is. And I tell everybody, I'm an equal opportunity asshole. You better it have is. thick skin around me. So um but that's just just how I function. I'm gonna laugh, and it's most likely gonna be at your expense. Not well, and, you, just in general. I mean, everybody is gonna. Well, that was exasperated for us because I'm army and you're marine, so there was you know we tormented each other just right. For those so you reasons. were military and I served. I got it. Yeah, you know, whatever. and even worse is you were like Rena Army part time <laughs> Rena Army, which makes it even worse. So, um, 
but you know, it's, it's a standard rule with the military. Marines are always right. So, um, but as, as, you know, as, as you and I started really diving into things, I think when we started working on the badass business and now it was a little bit before the badass business and what, what there was some sort of programs and shit we were working on where we you really started diving into my business um and really started to run the back end well we started prior to the summit we started with the becoming a champion private oh, yeah, membership course, course and the champions mastermind yep champions yep. table where we started really that's where we started coming up with ideas what if we do this and, and different types of things so 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 what kevin was able to do for the company is build out this and i hate the phrase funnel but that's really what it was to for people to go from you know the facebook group um into a series of emails and the funniest fucking email we send out to this day we still send the same email right i tell everyone about it <laughs> So if you join a Facebook group, um, Success Champions Facebook group, you got to fill out a series of questions. And one of those questions is, is what is your email? Kevin built the original automation, the first automation he ever built for me. Um, and it literally, you'll get an email saying, hey, here's kind of the rules of the group and everything else. What's the second email say? Second email subject is, oh my God, I'm an ass. <laughs> <laughs> That is still the number one yeah. email for us for responses. And it's so funny because it goes in and goes, I didn't introduce myself, you know, and it goes into more detail. And literally people were sending back to me and it instantly says, oh my God, you're not an ass. This is great. You know, I didn't think that at all, Donnie. Right, right. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's funny. Um, but once I wrap my head around this kind of power of automation and what you can do with it and setting up real email sequences and everything else, um, we started applying it into more and more of the business with uh, becoming a champions the masterminds and the like. And Kevin was not only building all this stuff for me, but he was participating in all of it. So um, him and I were spending a shit ton of time together building all this out to where you know everybody kind of sees him as my work bitch i mean work wife work wife <laughs> I, I misspelled that wife um <laughs> and and diving uh more and more into the business and then we got to the badass business summit yep <laughs> and <laughs> this is where i push kevin to his absolute extremes um and and building everything out um I, and from the outside looking in i think this is when you learn the most about automation that i think you had up to that point because i don't think you'd ever push a company that far yeah i would agree there's for most of my clients at that point it was i i would do a ton of like sales process automation figuring out how a client actually sells to their clients how one of my clients sells to one of their clients how their clients would buy from them and then making the really cool process and then figuring out how to integrate technology into it. So it would help salespeople sell faster or that business owner would get things off his plate. He could sell and run the business. We did a ton of different things for success champ that I wasn't doing for other clients. You by far were not my target clients. <laughs> 
<laughs> Why do you say nope. that? nowhere in any of my client avatar my ideal personas whatever my my high payoff targets is what i call them with clients nowhere was there anything that even remotely looked like Donnie. i like being unique i'll tell you <laughs> i like that because um, i focused on tech firms and companies that were at, at second stage growth they had employees they were know they had some sort of product or service and it was really much more or yeah not organized but established it was more your traditional business model donnie is not any of those (laughs) but so he was donnie was my first personality that i worked with now i work with a ton of them and i keep somehow i keep finding more and they keep coming to me it's like you you need to do stuff like in june (laughs) in june so we were doing a lot of different stuff for, for you that I hadn't done for traditional clients, you know, membership sites, uh, password integration. We were doing more stuff, integrating things onto a website. Um, I built my first website on the tool we use, Entreport, for you. So uh, there was a ton of stuff. That was my Thanksgiving one year. Yeah, well, I, went, I ate dinner and then I went and, you know, went off in the corner <laughs> and I, I built a website. Yeah. Well, launch on Black Friday. So I, I remember the day you looked at me and said, you know what? I love writing your emails because I can say fuck in your emails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I have uh I speak Donnie really well. <laughs> so and so it was really easy for me to write emails because I could write like a normal person. I didn't have to sound like uh, you know, like marketing or some version of marketing that is designed to appeal to a group of people and we really when we do emails we talk normal in them right well and that's I, part of what appeals to everyone of course and that and i think that they get a kick out of hearing that if they're reading one in emails you know that comes through an automation process kevin purposely misspells things and uses bad <laughs> grammar so it sounds like fucking we- <laughs> we have uh had a member in one of the programs that it drove her absolutely batty <laughs> every time we sent stuff out and i'd have like a uh like a, i'd flip-flop a letter or there'd be something that would be just a little bit off or we you know we'd use the wrong tense or leave a word out and she would just go nuts it just bothered her because it wasn't you know it wasn't all correct i'm like no one ex- if, if someone gets an email from donnie and it's 100% perfect for grammar and tense and, and punctuation. If there's commas in a goddamn sentence, we know it didn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, if you follow the content at any given point, you know really quick that if it's written well, assume I've been hacked. You know? <laughs> um, so, but no, that, that night when you built the website um, for Thanksgiving, that was for Babs. That was for the Badass Business yep. Summit. Um and, you know, for those who have never heard how the Badass Business Summit came around, um, it, it was a series of insane ideas from a Facebook Live we used to do called Champions Happy Hour. Um, and during that happy hour, long story short, somebody said, hey, we should do a big gas get together, which led to the Badass Business Summit. Yep. We went there from... Was... Go ahead. As I say, there was some event going on in Texas, some speaker or something, and someone was like, yeah, we should get a bunch of champions together, go to this event, and 
within like 15 minutes that it transformed into we should do a, we should do our own champions conference summit events and go ahead donnie, and donnie literally started planning it on the call and we uh you know Two weeks later, we had a date and a location. And, I'm like, and so they all yeah. don't think I'm making this shit up. What was the original name of the Badass Business Summit? Well, we all called it DonnieCon. <laughs> right. And I wasn't letting that shit fly. We were not <laughs> having DonnieCon um, at all. I still have all my summit folders on my computer labeled as DonnieCon. <laughs> um, he, yeah. he made me change it in our project management software. Finally. Yeah, because I got tired of looking at DonnieCon. <laughs> Yeah, we, we were not calling it DonnieCon. So, but um, yeah, we went from really quick from idea to, hey, let's do this. And we said, what, four months out from that moment? We, well, we had the idea in like early November and we started ticket sales on Black Friday and the plan was to have it in April. So we, you know, and it was insane the next four or five months whatever that works out to of putting this all together so you know we, we'd sat down and we brought in you know and figured out the speakers we'd figured out the schedule flows we had two tracks um we'd rented out the convention center you know we had everything all in place to do the inaugural badass business summit in april of 2020 yep and everybody knows what happened in April of 2020. Yeah. In March, everything stopped. Yeah. Well, we were, what, three weeks away from the summit when we finally called it? Yep. Yeah. So we were three weeks out. Everything was shutting down because of COVID. And I, our speakers I mean, were like, I'm not traveling. traveling I'm not yeah. comfortable. I'm like, yep, Roger got that. Yeah, it, it oh. was it was insane and stressful because we'd put out a lot of money. Um, we had, you know, people coordinating, we had video work done. I mean, we were doing a lot of moving parts and then, um, you know, three weeks out, we made the call to, you know, say we're not doing the summit. Yep. But don't worry, Donnie had already come up with another idea to fill my time. So, <laughs> <laughs> If you've spent any time with me, uh, I'm, I'm a fast idea guy and I'm always moving and creating and, and trying to do the next thing. So when we decided to postpone the Badass Business Summit, I had the thought process that we've got to do something to help small business owners. And like you do when you think you've got to come up with something, you tend to get ideas at the craziest times. So 3.30 in the morning, um, I don't remember the date, but I remember how it played out. St. Patrick's Day. Okay, so 3.30 in the morning, because he remembers St. Patrick's Day. I bolt the fuck out of bed. 3.30, and I'm, I, I, I jump so much that I scare the shit out of my wife. And she's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I had an idea. I have to call Kevin. No, I didn't say I had to call <laughs> Kevin yet. Uh, I said, you know, I, I'm trying to flush it through. My wife's like, she's like, well, write that shit down and roll over is what she says to me first. <laughs> um, and then at four o'clock, I think is when I fired off the first message to you. Four yep. o'clock in the morning. A little after four. I sent a message off to Kevin that says, dude, here's my idea. What do you think? 
Yep, literally. Hey, we should start a virtual networking organization. That's a great plan, isn't it? And then at 6.30, I, I haven't heard of this motherfucker yet. <laughs> so two and a half hours later from my post, your know, message at four o'clock in the morning, I haven't heard shit. Because someone is not patient at all. Fuck no. <laughs> oh, I mean, in my head, you should have had everything already built out. But um, so at 630, I fire off another message that basically says, what, is this shit suck? Is this a bad idea? Should we not do this? <laughs> and my answer was, I haven't even had my first coffee yet. I'm not ready for you. <laughs> <laughs> there was a so, fucker in there, too. So yep. so. <laughs> People need to understand, Donnie and I definitely have different work schedules. Donnie will wake up at four in the morning every day. I uh, think for a while he was even like working out in the morning. I don't know if you're still doing that. Uh, but, he, you know, chores, read, coffee, and get started really early. Well, I work on stuff till midnight, one o'clock. I like doing that stuff at night. So I'm not up at five in the morning. 6.30 is usually when I'm getting up and getting started because, you know, I'm going to work for another 12 hours. I have time. So, yeah, I would had with the second message was probably the first time I read the first message. <laughs> so everybody works at the pace of Donnie. Um, so, but he did come back, you know, I will say and say, you know, I don't remember the exact words, but you, I, it was something along the way of this is really going to work. So, so from that moment to what seven days later? Yep. We launched Success Champions Networking. Seven first days. chapter. First chapter. First chapter, yeah. Fifteen yeah. people, seven days later. Um, and that's when we literally launched Success Champions Networking. Um with barely anything in place. I mean, Kevin had built out a one-page website with uh, some bells and whistles on it, but it was basically a sign-up page. Yep. Um, and a little bit of automation, so they knew how to get the Zoom links and whatnot. Um, and Stacey McGovern took the helm of that group, and we launched the first chapter in Fort Worth, Texas, and that was, what, April, like, 24th, I think? For the... No, it was, like, March 24th for the first meeting. Yep. Um and yeah i think it was exactly march 24th for the first meeting um and then we quickly launched four five chapters right after that yep a ton of them right in uh dallas fort worth area and then uh we you know got laura defranco to do a bethesda uh we then did one in new york dan in new york uh Justin and the Twin Cities. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was just it was a crazy whirlwind. But I mean, it was kind of a perfect combination for both our skill set, I think. Um, you know, I grew up in the networking game when in commercial printing and definitely when I sold sales training, doing all the groups, I'd done the BNIs and the chambers and the rotaries, and then you know, I just grew beyond those. So I launched all my own networking groups yep. and most of the things we built success champions around hinges on how i ran my other groups with kevin's processes so um uh, kevin will tell you i'm the last motherfucker in the world that likes a process process but this dude's got me doing so many processes it makes me fucking want to puke 
it's, I didn't get a text for this one. Well, you sent them to the wrong page. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't fill out the right form, so they're not, you're not going to get nothing for them. Oh, is, is a regular conversation at the beginning of this whole ordeal. Well, let, let's be let's be real. I'm the guy that needs to be out front talking to people, flapping my gums. Somebody else needs to be doing the buttons and technology and shit. I, yep. you know, uh, shit should just be like, we, we need mind control devices that I can just think a thought and shit happens. Yes. Not from your brain, though. <laughs> Come on, that'd be a blast. <laughs> You know, Donnie, um, why do you have 50 bottles of rum behind you all of a sudden? I don't know. They've just all been showing up in the mail. I don't know what happened. That's a great... Somebody invented that shit. I need. I, I was just thinking about rum one day. It all showed up. I had no Dude, idea. If Amazon's <laughs> listening, you watch. That's going to be the next thing. They're going to have a fucking thought ordering system. Yeah. You know. Um, so, but... but I, I think you learned as because we're now a year into success champions networking yeah. and we have chapters start we basically have chapters launching or a going in about 30 states yeah you know? and that sounds cool. yeah it totally does i love that's like my favorite part of updating the website is like making a new state red so that it you know because you know it was looking kind of sparse at the beginning <laughs> but you know the one of the things I think ways you grew through this was you you really discovered that all right so if we actually want to make this go big and scale we actually have to have some standardized ways that we run the company yeah and we can't just do every shoot everything from the hip and do it different every every time when we we launch a chapter yeah it it, it was really really funny too I mean if you go back to you know Stacy's first chapter and Laura's first chapter and Chad's first chapter you know first I mean still still the same chapter but the first ones we put out there you know you, you really look back on those and how we kind of said okay you're now a networking group go have fun you know you, that's literally how the first chapter was like Stacy you're gonna run a networking group and we're brought you here's 20 members here's yeah 20 people in a room Go forth and lead. <laughs> well, you know, my my skill in this world is to sell. And and you know, friggin' that's what I know how to do. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to do all the operational side of things. I still suck at all that stuff. That's why I have you for most shit. Um, you know, all the way through. But I'd agree as we've evolved from from how we used to launch chapters to what we're we're doing now is is a massive shift um and i i think if some of my old bosses when i used to work for other people saw the processes and shit i'm doing now they'd lose their fucking mind they yep. think that i could pull that kind of shit off well we went from talking we, we would talk three or four times a day at the beginning because yeah. one of us would have an idea or we probably need to check on this my freaking Facebook Messenger had never used so much since you know once I started hanging out with you, but you know now we have we have sync meetings. We we do one, but then we have sync meetings for each of the divisions of the company that we're looking at specific. All right, what's going on with the networking group? What's going on with the summit? What's going on with the right. magazine? We haven't even talked about the whole magazine idea. Yet. Jesus Christ! <laughs> so. So, so let, let's break that down for them really, really quick so they can okay. understand. So, so success champions as a whole has several 
businesses underneath it. Yep. So we got Success Champion, which is consulting and and masterminds podcasts, the kind of like coaching yep. type stuff. Yep. Then we have the magazine, which is its own business in itself, um, with advertising and everything else. We have Success Champions podcast, which is its own business line and 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 through. Yep. Um, we have the Badass Business Summit, which is its own business line, you know, in itself. And then we have Success Champions Networking. So the the interesting thing is every one of these Kevin's built out the back end for painstakingly so and sometimes. Um, sometimes twice. <laughs> I can't help it if you hit delete on a project. You know, pro- <laughs> well, no, and it wasn't even that wasn't it wasn't hitting delete on a project. It was building it out how we initially thought it was going to work really well. And then saying, oh, all right, there's a better way for us to do this. And then rebuilding it. And I'm working on rebuilding the third version of our, what we call the sorting hat. That's how new members get approved into chapters to make it easier and actually faster and less data heavy in our system. So that's a great point. One of the things that makes Kevin really, really cool to work with is there's oftentimes he's building shit that I have no idea what the fuck he's building. And and often he'll show up and go, Hey, let me show you something. Um, And that, and I think if you're ever looking, you got five minutes. Yeah. (laughs) And most times I don't, but I'm like, fuck. All right, let's go. Um, Because it's never five minutes. Um, but, but I, I think for anybody who's looking to partner up with somebody, um, or, or work with people, I mean, you've got to find people that truly geek out on what they geek out on. Um, because, well, and it's fun doing that type of stuff for you because I have a lot of clients where I'll do that and I'll show them something like, Oh, that's cool. Okay. Give me more. (laughs) When I do that to you, it's, Oh, that's really cool. And then we jump into this brainstorming session yeah. about how we make it better what you know what if we do this and, and then it, it becomes this really cool ends up this being this product or this process that's way better than what i originally came up with so that's what you know that's for me that's what makes it a lot of fun to do that type of stuff when they're like oh that's cool all right let's use it i'm like well all right well that's really anticlimactic for me <laughs> so right well but yeah as we, we, you and I have just learned to to really work off of each other as we go forward, and I think, you know, that continues to come through is what we're building out with Success Champions Networking because uh, the systems, the way we're doing things, and the way we're expanding and growing, um, is that cool combination of your and my background coming together and and, yep. and building all this out. I think, you know, um, hell is is you know literally today. Kevin and I were working with our team on, you know, trying to work on the badass business summit and applying the shit we learned last year to, to this year. And what can we keep? How do we adjust? Um, And it's crazy. I mean, one, how fast we're moving with everything, but how fast this world continues to move as, as we're, you know, staying out front and adding new systems and and processes all the way through. Um, So, I mean, everybody needs a Kevin in their company. You know, you can't have mine, um, not for sale. Um, well, it, well, it's funny because I, Donnie and I refer each other back and forth all the time. Yeah. And it's funny because I'll have someone from one of the success champion groups will meet with me and talk to me about, uh, 
doing work for them and they'll be jealous of you because <laughs> they're like well I, you know i don't i don't want you to i don't want to, you know to have donnie being always the, your favorite client and you you know giving him special attention I'm like hey donnie is the client for time on target right now and it, you know the what we have going long term is going to outweighs what a lot of my clients pay me and the whole idea is like, well, I, I need to be on the same pedestal as this person. I'm like, well, no, that's not how it works. It doesn't work that way in a normal, in any other business. If I have a client that's paying me 20 grand a month, the client that's paying me 1500 a month doesn't get the same attention necessarily. Right. We're still going to take care of them. But hey, the 20 grand a client a month, is probably going to get some white glove treatments and a little preferential ability. But it's, sure. it's like people are jealous of you because of our relationship. I'm like, okay <laughs> get, get over yourself and like you can do that with me too it's you know there's there's a way to build that relationship out so well, and, you know we've become friends along the way and i and i think i don't think i've ever sat over your shoulder trying to get you you know and said do this do this do this it, i think it's more often the times we're so collaborative in nature don't get us wrong i fucking piss him off on a regular basis oh we fight like brothers <laughs> you know but but I, but there there it's 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 okay to get called on a carpet if it needs to get called on a carpet, you know. Yep. Um, and if you've ever done a business meeting with me ever, you'll know I'll call you on the carpet right in the middle of a fucking meeting just because I care. I did Kevin today. <laughs> <laughs> he did it to another team member a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I have no problem. I mean, I tell people I'm an equal opportunity asshole. But if you're gonna, you know, if you're not stepping up which Kevin never, for Kevin, it's not about ever stepping up. Kevin just forgets that he's supposed to be nice and have empathy. Fucking this dude's like Spock over here, Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory sometimes, you know, where where his leadership style is, fuck you. <laughs> That's not true at all. That is not my leadership style. Well, okay, okay. That, 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 that's, that may be my customer service style at times. <laughs> I, 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 um, let's say if, if you feel like somebody isn't stepping up to their game and doing what they should be doing, we get the fuck you version of Kevin. So, yes. So it's interesting because I, I did the, the, the strengths finder, you know, your, right. you know, your strengths. I did that, uh, pre enlisting. And I had, they came up, here's your five strength finder traits. And, you know, they're all really things that were in at, at high C, you know, detail oriented technical realm. Uh, and then I enlisted and I went to basic training and then I did officer candidate school, got commissioned and went through all the officer courses, which are all based around leadership and making decisions and, you know, in a timely manner. And I redid strengths finder. And the consultant that was working with it wanted to see if we'd done it before. We want to see your old one, see how he changed. She's like, this never happens. You literally had ones that dropped off. You have a, like three new ones that are here. And like, has there been something significant that's happened in your life? I'm like, well, I joined the army and got commissioned. It's like, oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> so I now have this training to make decisions like a D, like an army officer would. It's like, you know, do this don't ask me questions just go get it done i don't care here's my decision is done but then i'm also analytical <laughs> so it's this really 
funky combination that sometimes gets really jumbled together. Yeah, it's 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 funny to watch, um, you know, and sometimes watching you interact with people, I'm like, oh, they just got the stone cold version of Kevin, and they don't know what they're walking into. <laughs> um, you know, um, but you've always been able to handle it when I when I do call you an asshole and like, dude. You know, and vice versa. So, well, and I think that's one of the reasons we work really well together is because we will take the crap from the other person, but we'll dish it right back. Well, if and I, I'll put it there you let me get my ego out there and don't get offended because of how big my ego can get um, with most things. So, yep. You know, there is that too. You know, <laughs> and as you know, we continue to partner up. I, I, I truly think we're, we're, we're changing the world and how the world networks. I, I, think, I think so too. Um, you know, networking hasn't evolved since 1985. You got big organizations out there like BNI, which is a great company. You know, they're just not built to, especially in the U.S. They they they've you know oftentimes not they've worn out their welcome somewhat in the in the U.S. with how they still do things old school. And I'm not meaning to bash them by any means. Um, they just haven't evolved. Well, they're a big ship. Yeah. You yeah. don't turn a big ship quickly. Any, you know, they've gone to the way past. There used to be a time where we were we made changes really quickly in how things happened. We're not there anymore. You know, they have chapters all over the world, and you can't just make a change really quick. It takes now. It takes years for them to implement major change, and it's it's it, it, it's hurting the members. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, but you know. One of the cool things about our relationship and how, you know, how we interact is kind of led us to what our newest chapter is and the new podcast. Yeah. So this is a lot of fun. Um, and hopefully you guys have heard us joking and smoking all the way through this thing. Um, but one of the things that we know is we have to keep up with the times. We have to continue to evolve. I've built all the businesses I have because of podcasting and we knew a portion of how we're fixing to change the world and how they network was we needed to go really big and loud with the message and what we're doing. And I, I think the world needed a healthy dose of the analytical, a little bit more introverted guy hanging out with the more outgoing fuck a process guy um, and you know, we needed to a way to to one market more of the networking groups, but also teach the world how to take everything you and I have done for over shit, probably a combined 50 years of and teach a business development process that will uh, help people grow and scale their businesses. And that's why, you know, uh, we're launching growth mode, a brand new podcast coming out on March 31st, um, where Kevin and I debate all things, business development, scaling sales, you know, and I constantly prove Kevin wrong on a regular basis and show the world that he doesn't know shit. And it works out really well. Oh, the love I'm feeling right now. <laughs> Uh, but here's a cool thing that I'm liking about growth mode is we are literally combining everything we've done to this point, everything we've learned, everything we put in place 
to put together a massive team, a massive amount of people, a massive amount of systems. Um, I guarantee I've got more gray hairs going through building this out <laughs> and thinking about all the different moving parts um, of, of what's happening and what we've got to do. It's pretty fucking cool to put all of this in play. Uh, well, yeah, it, I've been having a blast and, and it, it's fun looking at where we were a year ago, two years ago to where we're at now. And then looking at where our, our goals are where we actually want to take the company in the next two to three years yeah. and what we have in our sites for what success camping is going to look like and how the companies you know what that's going to allow us to do for for members but also for businesses around the country and around the world that are trying to figure out how how to grow and be successful yeah yeah no i, I well said i you know i think it's yeah, with Bill Gates, it came out and said the only people that can change the world are the ones crazy enough to think they can. Um, and I and I think that's where we're at. And then, you know, um, with everything we're doing, you know, from the magazine to the Badass Business Summit, Success Champions Networking, you know, uh, and now the Growth Mode Podcast, uh, it's it's fun to watch ideas be built out and and come into play and see all we're doing and, and dude fuck we're learning you know i swear every time we turn around we, we learn something new we add something yep. here and and evolve all the way through it you know i just wish i had somebody better to work you know run alongside me i'm stuck with you because you've built out everything so i can't get ready at this point um i'm your favorite um no no yes no. <laughs> uh, um so time on target, you're coming, yes. doing some yep. badass, phenomenal things. If somebody wanted to reach out to you to, you know, get in touch with you, talk about your services and the things you're doing to that, you, then things you've done to make my company badass, how would they get in touch with you? Uh, easiest way is just to email me and you know, get it right on my phone. I'll reply back. We can chat, set up a time to talk. Uh, Kevin.snow at time-on-target.com like a fucking analytical motherfucker if i ever saw one who does morris code for their goddamn you know email address because my company name was already taken and i wasn't gonna pay 10 grand to get it so so if you can think of how the morris code that's his fucking email address kevin.snow at time hyphen on hyphen target.com yep um well dude this is how i wrap up every episode and i do stump some motherfuckers with this <laughs> and i know you've listened to the show so if i stump you then i'm gonna make so much fun of you so if you could leave the champions around the world with a quote a phrase a saying a mantra something that they can take with them on their journey what's that quote or phrase you would say remember this so one of the things that we, I'm assuming you learned it and the Marines, we learned it in, in, the, mil, in the army for how moving through uh, tactical situations, uh, smooth, as, uh, smooth as slow or slow as smooth, smooth as fast. I heard a version from Wyatt. I don't remember. I heard a version from Wyatt Earp that I loved the other day. And I'm like, oh my God, this is perfect. 
So speed is fine. Accuracy is final. Learn to move slow when you're in a hurry. So as small business people, we're always, there's always something popping up. There's something pulling our attention and we always are in this hectic chaos. And it's really key for, for us to, if we want to continue to grow our businesses to learn how to slow things down mm-hmm. and how to be able to look at things and say, all right, here's what I'm doing. Here's what needs to be done and, and, and then execute. If we are consistently moving at, at the light speed, or, you know, oh, an email comes in, I got to do this. And now this happens and now this happens. We're never actually going to move forward. Right. So well said, brother. Hey, it's been a, a lot of fun becoming friends, a lot of fun working with you. You're still an asshole. I don't like you. Um, but, but dude, thanks for doing this run with me. And, and I look forward to see what the fuck we can break moving forward. I can't wait. It's going to be an amazing next 10 years. Absolutely, dude. And as always, champions, freaking appreciate you as always. Freaking keep running. Go big and loud. If you haven't come hang out in the Facebook group, get your ass over there and get ready for growth mode. Coming out on March 31st, new badass podcast, YouTube show going to be a damn good time. We'll see you. Been wanting to change things up a little bit on how we talk about our sponsors and the people who help make this show great. So this is going to be a little bit different style of commercial. Family Fund has been supporting families of first responders for a number of years. And it all started as a idea of Stacy and Michael McGovern, who are the founders of Blue Family Fund. And it's a really unique story, but instead of me telling you, hear it in Stacy's words of why they started Blue Family Fund. Because I wanted to give back, I wanted to do more. You know, we'd been so successful in our for-profit business that um, we looked at each other and we said, you know, how can we, how can we pay this forward? My husband and I, how, you know, how can we pay it back, pay it forward? My grandfather, when I was growing up, always used to tell me, you know, in life you get what you give. And um, I'm a big believer in that. You know, what you put out there, you can sometimes get back threefold. So we really just wanted to do more. We were already helping police officers, you know, with off-duty work. So how could we help the families? You know, as a family of a police officer, I understand that it's just as hard on the family as it is the actual officer. How could we do more for them um, by providing maybe scholarships for their dependents or financial aid for dependents that want to uh, pursue higher education? Stacy is one of the most humble people I know. Their company, Point Blank Safety Services, has employed 200 off-duty police officers for for several years and success on protecting the freeways, the highways, and everything else has done just amazing things, not only for the state of Texas, but for the lives of the family officers that need additional income as they protect our lives. So for the fact that her and Michael would set up this fund to help the families in times of need, it's really a, a, a beautiful thing. Blue Family Fund is focused on first responders and their families. And recently, 
Stacy and Michael are able to give a small check to a the family of a fallen police officer. He was a, a husband and a dad, and very touching uh, moment as I watched the video and presentation of the check. And you know, I, I wanted to hear from Stacy what it meant to her to be able to do that for that family. It's amazing. Um, the feel I can't I can't even describe the feeling. And then. You know, when, you know, I don't feel like it's that much money, but then when you hand it to them and they, they um, break down crying because it's just enough to maybe get them over the next hurdle or obstacle that they've got going on, um, it's, it's really a great feeling just to be able to, to do that. And the, the family you're talking about, both daughters are actually also firefighters, so they're both first responders as well. Um, so just a total first responder family and um, just to be able to give back to them and, and let them know that there are people that, that are going to remember their dad and their husband and there are people that care it's it's a really great feeling one of the things that i think is magical behind the family fund is because of the success of point blank safety services stacy and michael have set up blue family fund to where 100 percent of the donations go back to the families of first responders how we're different than maybe some other charities, how we pay all the bills for the, the nonprofit ourselves. So every single dollar donated can actually go directly to a family. So literally 100% of all donations are um, handed forward, you know, to, to either a scholarship or to a, a financial aid for a family that has lost a first responder. Blue Family Fund has been my charity of choice for a number of years now and it's truly amazing organization so if you're a fan of the show and you like the content we put out there do me a favor head over to bluefamilyfund.org and send a little financial love their way Kevin and I have a lot of fun each week recording these episodes and sharing our best thoughts and ideas with you all. Man, we're just proud to, to have you guys as listeners always tuning in. And we really appreciate the messages. We get the DMs, the emails, and the likes from you guys with questions and ideas for future shows. And that just means the world to us. We really are changing how the world networks. We've poured our heart and soul into Success Champions Networking, and it continues to grow. So if you haven't checked out a chapter and you're looking for a mastermind group of pure, absolute badasses that understand that giving introductions are way more powerful than referrals, go to successchampionnetworking.com and request a visit. And thanks for being you. Thanks for being a champion of your success, because that's what it means to be a success champion.